Ladies and gentlemen, we're expecting some moderate turbulence. Please remain seated and enjoy the show. Hello. And welcome to... Moderate Turbulence. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Adele. And (laughs) And Roxy. And who's with you? Yes, of course. How are you, Adele? Good, Jeremy. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What's up? (laughs) What are we talking about today? We're going to do a little something different and bring a little holiday cheer to the podcast instead of doing um, like incidents that are a bit morbid, so to speak. We're just going to talk about holiday stories, obviously all related to aviation, maybe some of our layovers over the holidays in the past um, and such. So today we're going to share a story or two each, depending on what we have prepared um, about past layovers during Christmas or over like the Christmas days or even New Year's. Um, and then next week we'll have also a little like Christmas episode prepared for you. And then, you know, it's time where we need to share some positivity, some cheer, some, some happiness. And it's, you know, just over a week till Christmas. So it's, uh, you know, what we're going to do for the next couple episodes and, to brighten your day hopefully even though you probably listen to this podcast because you like it anyway but we're just going to make it even more cheery spread a little positivity oh and roxy right now is like curled up in adele's arms on her lap that's how she is all day (laughs) yep she loves me any other aviation news you want to talk about before we get into our stories no. <laughs> well, I'm not aware of any aviation news. Well, I believe the first 737 MAX flights are scheduled for December 29th. So that's going to be airborne again very shortly. And that's with what, United or? I believe it's American that's flying them first. Interesting. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. I mean, there's obviously not that many people flying Although I feel like the states are also a bit more open because they haven't shut down. <laughs> yeah. Whereas we're we're back in shutdown mode here in Alberta. Uh, as of Sunday, you know, restaurants are closed down again except for takeout and capacity of stores and everything is down to 15%. Yeah. I mean, I really don't see how we can be in a lockdown. But shopping centers malls retail stores like clothing stores and such are still all open yeah there's a reduced capacity but to me that's beside the point i feel like we went to the mall because we had to to do something on the weekend and there was still a lot of people and yeah obviously you can say we're part of the problem because we did go to a mall but so did everyone else (laughs) yeah and everyone else is still going to malls and um it's there's no it doesn't seem like there's any restrictions and there's no like control or there's it's not going to help the COVID situation if people can't go to restaurants but they can go to the shopping center they can't get together you know with people outside of their home but they can meet up at the mall because who's going to say anything if you meet up with like five friends at the mall yeah how would anyone know So, and like, I don't know, to me, it's also safer if you went to the restaurant and sat at a table with, you know, a couple friends or whatever, as opposed to like walking around a mall and interacting, touching objects, trying on clothes, let's say. 
like that is a lot more risky in my mind. Obviously, there's risk to going to a restaurant too, but I don't know. There's obviously issues with the way the government is handling it, for sure. Alberta is definitely doesn't really take COVID seriously, it seems, and is. I feel like the the government was kind of forced to do these restrictions. They didn't want to. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't see these restrictions ending anytime soon, to be honest, because they said a month from like last Sunday, so like a couple of days ago, that these would be in place. But, you know, it's the holiday season. People are shopping. Yep. People are going to. And there's going to be, you know, Boxing Day and stuff like that and uh, after holiday sales. So people are going to be shopping. And if you can't do anything else, you can't go to markets, you can't go to restaurants, you can't go to bars, you can't go to um, any like activity, you can't go to the gym, things like that. What are you going to do? Where are you going to go shopping? And also it's winter. So yeah. what are you going to do? You're going to be inside a mall. That's yeah. what people do in the winter. So that's just like the big problem with it. If we were in Florida or something, I mean, not, I mean, like a tropical climate, not Florida specifically, because we know how they handle the situation. But, you know, it's like people would be able to go outside. It's like how we were in the in the summer. People would go to parks and stuff and we would walk Roxy and all the different parks around the city. And yep. like, that's a lot. Like we have things to do. We can walk around. I still rock Roxy, obviously, but there's a limit to what I'm willing and able to do when it's minus 15 outside. Yeah. So, anyway, that was me rambling, and either way, we're still not called back to being flight attendants. That's not going to happen for a little bit In the more. Foreseeable future, yeah. Um, so that's also you know where my frustration stems here because it's like, well, if nothing's changing, nothing's going to be improved, no matter the restrictions. But they're kind of half-assed, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, then the cases aren't going to go down; they're going to keep going up. Um, and we're still going to be in this situation until, I don't know, the vaccine comes, which who knows when that will be, but yeah. Anyways, that was my rant on to happier things. Well, we did have a good time on Saturday. We went to the Saskatoon farm. It's just South of Calgary and it's like, it was set up as the little Christmas market. We had a wonderful time there. Mm -hmm. But now it's closed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was fun. We supported local, bought a couple Christmas gifts uh, from little vendors there. That was really nice. Um, but it's a shame that they had to close because, again, it's like of all the places that I've been to that are still open, that would be like the least risky spot because, first of all, you, you're outside pretty much the whole spot. There's little areas where you can't go inside of certain areas, but you're outside they limit the amount of people that go onto the grounds yep. and you're required to wear a mask inside or outside. So you enter like the grounds of the the Saskatoon farm, the market, wherever, and you have to wear your mask. Yeah. So it's, it's not like people are walking around in this area without masks because it's outside, you know? So I feel, I felt very safe there as opposed to like going inside a mall when there's hundreds of people and lineups everywhere and, yeah. And you're like, there's so many people and so many lineups that you don't know where to go because there's lineups everywhere blocking your your paths, you know? Hmm. So, whatever. All right. Happy things. Happy things. So, did you want to start with a, a Christmassy story? 
Well, I've I've spoken enough already, so you have you to go. You want me to start? Okay. Um, so going back many, 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 many years, uh, I was flying over Christmas, and I had a layover in Edmonton. And, you know, it's Edmonton. Not a lot was going on. It was, uh, you know, everything closes on Christmas. And uh, some someone, uh, I think it was from the front desk, said, oh, we have a little treat for you set up in such and such room. I said, okay. So talked to the crew, said, oh, let's go and meet in that room. And uh, when we got up to this specific room, the hotel had set up like a whole spread of food and like there was, uh, you know, drinks as well. Not not alcoholic drinks, but like, you know, pop and water and things like that. And then we basically had like a whole like um, turkey dinner set up for us pretty much. And it was kind of like a buffet style, go help yourself. And, you know, when it's Christmas and everything's closed and you're like, oh, what am I going to do for food if you didn't bring your own? And, you know, they had this nice little setup for us. So it's great when... Uh, hotels and things like that uh, are set up for you. So that's my first little one about Christmas and flying over Christmas. Your turn. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for any crews who are flying this year because that kind of thing wouldn't be possible right now with COVID. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it would be extra lonely flying this year. So in a way, it is nice that we are able to be home together in one spot. We have our Christmas tree. We have Roxy. Mm-hmm. And the little devils that are the cats upstairs. Well, my story is um, just how like sometimes the luck and like the op- the how everything turns out is just so nice. So I was on call. Mm. No, I think I I was scheduled this flight. So I was scheduled uh, to fly to Frankfurt. So on the twenty fourth of December, which meant that I would have my layover on the twenty fifth. So. When you fly from North America to Europe, you're, I would say, 90% of the time flying overnight. So you leave like in the evening and then you end up in Europe in the morning. So obviously, if we left the 24th, we'd arrive in Europe on the 25th, have the whole day and leave um, on the 26th. Um, So that meant I was spending Christmas Day in uh, Frankfurt. And uh, of course... I'm a little sad that I'm not off at Christmas and I can go home and spend time with my family. But at the same time, if I'm going to be working, I might as well be spending it in Frankfurt. So that was already really, really nice. Um, And then there was an open position on the flight and who got called for the flight, but one of my good friends and colleagues, uh, Frederick. Oh, Frederick. So he got called for the flight, which was... I don't remember if I knew anybody else on the crew or had flown or they might have been just acquaintances. But when Frederick got called for the flight, that was just great. I knew I had someone to spend my layover with. He would definitely be spending um, time with me because, you know, we're junior flight attendants. We didn't know anybody. We don't know people in Frankfurt. So, yeah, so that was really fun. Um, We spent, I remember, we obviously we land, took a little nap we watched RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> um, while like eating snacks and stuff because everything is closed on Christmas, even in Europe. And then we met up with the crew. Um, I think we met up with like another crew as well because there's other cities that fly to the same um, to the same location. So other 
of our same airline, but that go as well. So we weren't just our crew. We had other crews and we went, we made a reservation at one of the restaurants in town and we were just a nice, like, it's one of those times too, where the whole crew meets up because there's nothing else to do and it's Christmas. So you're going to spend it with the people that you have, you know, there. So I think we might've been like two or three crews, a huge table eating like German food, but like, it's so hearty and like comforting German, like traditional German food with mm. lots of potatoes, lots of meat that I don't eat, but it's just comforting for everyone. It's just a nice meal. So that was really nice. And obviously I spent uh, the day with one of my good friends and um, who I haven't seen in a really long time since I've lived in Calgary, but I do remember that as a good like Christmas. And yeah, I wasn't home with my family, but that was pretty much like the next best thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's neat. I I was actually in Frankfurt last year for Christmas. Uh, and I had a great crew. And um, yeah, we all went for dinner together and had a great, great time. One of the crew members uh, brought her husband as, as well. Uh, and I think it's sort of a tradition. They've done that for a few years. And um, yeah, and he was super, super nice. And yeah, just a great time. And like you said, you know, we all went out for like a German dinner and the schnitzel, the potatoes, the, you know, it was just a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I miss Europe very, very much, but uh, it'll be nice to be home and have a quiet Christmas, I think. Yeah, this year. We definitely take for granted being home as crew members because we're gone a lot and like home is somewhere where we put our bags down, clean quickly, repack and head back out. So yeah. never spent this much time at home since starting you've been working a long time so yeah that's nice and we have a christmas tree which i didn't think we were gonna have which is a nice little addition yep um do you have another i have one that's not on a layover but on the plane okay uh so it was um we were doing a flight it was within canada and this is many years ago again and we had a passenger come up and said, hey, there's a lot of kids on the flight today. We're like, yeah. He said, I'll tell you what, I have a Santa costume with me. How about I go change into the Santa costume and do a little ho, ho, ho and come around and say hi to all the kids. We're like, that sounds amazing. That's great. And I think we had like um, candy canes or something to pass out uh, for people. So we gave them the candy canes to give out. And he goes, changes into a Santa costume. And of course, uh, like we had the pilots in on it and everything. And the pilots made an announcement saying like, Oh, you know, we just saw uh, something different on our radar. It looks like Santa's sleigh is like close by and, you know, kids are all perking up and, oh, Santa. And then, of course, he comes out and he walks through the entire cabin of the aircraft, ho, 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 giving out the candy canes and just a great time. Just one of those, you know, everybody's happy, happy about it type things. It was just wonderful. Good to see good hearted people and the kids really enjoyed it. So, oh, that sounds so nice. Obviously, it's like. That was what, several years ago? I, it was a lot of years ago. I think it may have even been like pre-9-11. Yeah. Which is like, it wouldn't necessarily happen today, but you can make something like that happen. I mean, worst case, a crew member could do that. Yeah. You know, you may not, you might not get have the ability to have like a, a passenger offer to do that, but a crew member could definitely put on a beard and a hat and, you know, yeah, walk I mean, around I- because then you'd like... It would be a crew member doing it and not some stranger that you don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And like, yeah, the pilots, we and the crew, we like, you know, you know, 
sending out congratulations, happy birthdays, happy anniversaries. So, and we're all away from our families at that point. We're all trying to just make the most of it. So that would have definitely been like, yeah, let's do this. Let's make the most of it. Let's play it up as much as possible. So yeah. yeah and everybody would have for sure been so happy and so excited. Oh, Where were course. you going? Do you remember? It was within Canada. I want to say like Edmonton, Toronto or something like that. Okay. I did yeah. a lot of Edmontons back in the day. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Yeah. How about you? Do you have another one? Um, I don't remember any. I think that might have been the only time I spent Christmas in Frankfurt. I mean, I haven't been flying for that many years either. I know I had it off two years ago and I had it off last year, um, which also was nice because it's like you always you're kind of drilled into your brain when you're new that you're never going to have Christmas off. For like 10 years at least. Yeah. So when I had Christmas off after like three years, um, that was obviously it's like you get like three or four days off. You don't get like two weeks off or whatever, but you get like it, if it works into your schedule, you get the days off. And when I was living in Toronto, it was a lot easier to go back home like for a day and a half or something. Well, yeah. But I mean, last year I definitely did it from Calgary. I, I last minute was able to not be working because I was on call, but then I didn't get called. So when my days were done, I was able to fly on the 23rd overnight on the red eye, surprise my mom. And uh, I think I've mentioned this before, but yeah. yeah, she was really happy. And that was nice as well. Just the fact that with this job, yeah, we're far away, but we can make these little moments happen sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And I won't be able to do that this year, even though I am not working at Christmas. Um, but it's just not possible with COVID and I like, I'm literally not allowed. We're all red zones and it's, I'm not allowed to be in their house. She wouldn't be allowed to be in our house. Like if she, if the police knocked on our doors, we would get fined. We would all get fined. So it's not worth it. Might as well wait until like, I don't know, January or February and do it safely. Yeah. And yeah, it's not Christmas, Christmas, but since I've been working for an airline, even before at the airport, I've pretty much been working over the holidays or working like, like let's say I work at the 24th, 25th and I'm off the 26th or whatever. Or like yeah. I'm not actually in Montreal. I'm somewhere else. I come home and we do Christmas on whatever day that I can. So if Christmas yeah. happens to be celebrated on the 27th, then that's the way it is. Or if it's celebrated on the 20th, that's just how it is that year. It's just, we make it work. We do the gift exchange. We make a meal out of it. We we celebrate it, and then mm. I go and work. <laughs> I, I was very fortunate, like in my career. Um, I was working in training for so many years, and of course, we don't have training on Christmas itself. So I was able to have Christmas off for the years that I was uh, there. So now, even though I'm senior enough that I could hold Christmas off, I. I don't mind working it and giving what, you know, that's one extra person junior to me who will get Christmas off um, because I kind of, I was spoiled a little bit, so I don't mind giving back, you know? And that's what makes you a very nice person. <laughs> and also you're not going to say no to Christmas in Frankfurt. Well, I mean, that was great. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and you hadn't been schnitzel. to Frankfurt in so long. Yeah. So that was yeah, a nice treat for you. All right. Well, we're going to, I think our plan for next week is to gather some more um, Christmas stories. We might get some from the internet. We yeah. might get some from us, some of our friends, colleagues, yeah, yeah. airline, non-airline. 
but we'll gather some more Christmas cheer aviation stories for you for next week. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. Um, and of course, our reaction uh, to other movies, TV shows will be up, more incidents. Um, and yeah, yeah, we'll also wish you all happy holidays if you're celebrating whatever you're doing, wherever you are. Be safe. Mm-hmm. Just stay be smart about it. Um, hope you're also warm wherever you are because it's cold <laughs> now. Here, yeah. In Canada. Actually, it warmed up today. It's above zero again. It's minus eight in Montreal. Oh, <laughs> I mean, Anyways, up. If you're flying right now, remember to always be nice to your flight attendants. Because they might have to save your butt one day. Goodbye. Bye. Roxy says bye. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. We have new episodes every Wednesday. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Moderate Turbulence on Instagram, at Mod Turbulence on Twitter, and follow us individually on Instagram at Huffy J and at La Delvi. Thank you.